is Randy Banks, R-A-N-D-Y-B-A-N-K-S. Do you promise to tell the truth today? I do. We're going to focus on only one aspect of uh, your testimony. Um, could you tell us about how difficult it was to do your job and the poor service you felt you were giving, uh, especially when you were ministering dying people? Okay, yeah, so likewise, I'm a pastor in a small Midwestern Ontario rural church, and uh, I was able to make quite a bit of an identification with the previous speaker. Uh, however, um, we experienced uh, this, I think, a little differently perhaps than in the city. Um, the main thing for me is I'm a I'm a pastoral caregiver. It's probably the strength of my ministry. And that was the ministry that suffered the most. And by pastoral ministry, I mean hospital visitation, long-term care visitation, home visits for people who are housebound. Um, so that's what I mean by pastoral care. And that's a strength area for me. And essentially, for the longest time, I wasn't able to do it wasn't able to go in hospitals, wasn't able to go in retirement homes, long-term care facilities. And certainly, I would go into very few homes unless I was absolutely invited to go into them because people were afraid to have anyone in their house, even their minister. So uh, I really felt that that was the area that uh, really suffered the most, and it really showed up, especially in terms of dying and death. I was allowed in for a couple of, uh, of uh, palliative patients for a very short time, but I certainly felt like I was uh, an intruder kind of in the way. It wasn't really necessary for me to be there. And then it also showed up, at, uh, especially at funerals. Funerals were also struck by capacity limits, whether they were inside or outside. As few as three at one funeral outside, and uh, at 1.10 was the, the number that funerals were capped at, no matter where they were being held. And uh, I just felt like there was no way I could minister to the uh, quality that I had been used to as a pastoral caregiver in those situations. I've, some of them still haunt me very much. I feel like I couldn't do for the families what I wanted and needed to do for them. Uh, they got shortchanged and... Uh, I don't know who cared that this was happening, but certainly I did. And uh, there's no going back there. None of these things can be righted. Uh, some of these people are going to have celebration for life services afterwards. But uh, it's stretched out for so long that uh, most of them have given up on that now. It's, it's been so long. So that's the, the main area that really hit me. Can you tell the story of trying to minister the man, a dying man, through a window of a nursing home? Oh, yes. That was in June, thank goodness, because it was good weather, a hot weather, but it was certainly not bitter cold and snowing. But at that particular home at that time, that was the only way that I could visit with this dying man who was by that time unconscious. He wasn't conscious, but his wife was present in the room. And... Uh, the window was open so that you could talk through the screen. And there, I think there was a couple of family members there as well. And I was trying to 
talk to her and, and pray through the screen and uh, I couldn't see him, only his feet at the end of the bed and uh, she was hard of hearing so she wasn't really getting what I was saying and uh, I just felt like it was uh, just an awful situation to be in the minister. I never envisaged anything being like that. And uh, he did die and uh, his funeral was one of those that only 10 people were allowed to be at. And in terms of a shift in attitude, you mentioned that um, your services are less prioritized now. How long could you spend in the hospital or in a care facility uh, with a person before the pandemic? And how did that change during the pandemic? Oh, what an interesting question, because I've been saying to people lately, now that I am you know, allowed back in hospitals and retirement homes with with testing and mask wearing and so on. Um, I've been saying to people that I remember when I used to be able to walk up to this retirement home door or this hospital door, well, not so much the hospital, but retirement homes and walk in like I own the place. And go there and I could talk to anyone, go from room to room, spend as, as long as I needed to or wanted to, or as long as people wanted me to be there. Felt uh, very welcome and, and not in the way. And uh, hospitals, of course, I didn't quite have that attitude towards hospitals. I could just walk in like I own the place, but certainly there was no limit of, of time in hospital and retirement home visits for me to be there because it was valued. The, the visit of a pastor was something that was valued and, and cared about. 